Sandra A. from California had this to say about the angel membership. The amount of information provided to help with your spiritual journey, the live check-ins are great and help me feel validated. The program feels authentic and genuine. It has definitely changed my mind about spirituality, and I feel the membership feels like home, a spiritual home. The angel membership is definitely worth the cost and then some. Thank you so much, Sandra A. from California. We love having you as a member. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your host and author, Julie Jancis. And today we have Tracy here who's going to be talking about really her awakening story, kind of coming into this awakening through the passing of your father. Right, Tracy? Yes, pretty much. Yeah. So I'm going to have you start and share your angel story. Okay. Awesome. Well, thanks, Julie, for having me. This is so exciting. Of course. Okay. So I would say this kind of all my, my whole journey with angel stories and getting signs from the other side or the universe started around 2011, which is 11 years ago, ironically, 11, 11. Um, that's what I started seeing was 11, 11 everywhere, like obviously on the clock and on license plates. And when I would check out at the store, just stuff like that. And I thought I was crazy. Like, so I was telling my friends and my family, I'm like, I'm seeing 1111. Like, they're like, okay, whatever, you're weird. But it just kept happening. So I'm like, what in the world? So I actually Googled it. And then I was amazed to find out like, oh, this is actually a thing. Like other people are seeing um, 1111 or number sequences. And so I was pretty excited to know I wasn't crazy. And then that's kind of you know, I really got into it and that happened forever. So that that's kind of when it started just seeing these number sequences. So fast forward um, about six years and that is when my dad passed. So he passed in December of 2017. Um, he actually passed around 1235 in the morning. So in the middle of the night, um, he was in his home in Las Vegas and I was at my home here in Colorado. And I was actually, um, I had a flight scheduled that next morning to go see him because he had now, at this time, he was in his home in hospice care. So my mom was there, my brother was there, my nephew and his fiance were there. So we knew that he was, you know, going to pass in the next few days to a few weeks. Um, so that night, my brother called me before I went to bed and he, you know, said that my dad's health was like declining fast. And I'm like, okay, well, if you can just tell him, like, he doesn't have to wait for me because he probably knew I was coming in the next morning. Um, he doesn't have to wait for me if he wants to go. So anyway, so I went to bed that night. Um, and then I woke up at around 1230 or so to this like pain in my right arm. So I'm sleeping, you know, like this on my left side. And then my bicep, like I woke up, I'm like, ow, like what is hurting? And it was like a really cold, like a feeling of pain from the cold. And this was the middle of December. And I'm my first thought was like, why does my husband have the air conditioning on in the dead of winter? Like, and that is something he would do because he's always hot. So I was kind of, you know, I actually had to sit up and rub my arm a little bit because it hurt. And then at this point, I went to the bathroom and I came back and my phone um, dinged that I had a text message. And I was like, oh, no. 
So it was my brother and he said, dad just passed a few minutes ago. So I didn't really think anything of it for a little bit. But then as I was, you know, laying there in bed for the next few hours, I'm like, oh my goodness. Like I truly believe like either he came and was like holding, you know, like woke me up or maybe an angel or something was telling me like, goodbye, dad passed, something like that. So that was my first really cool story. Like, I guess, you know, after the 11-11s. And then the next thing that happened, so this was cool. So we had two celebration of lives for my father, one in Las Vegas, and then he's from Colorado. So we had the next one here. And so at the celebration of life here in Colorado, um, we did like the little ceremony. And then afterwards, we were all mingling and I'm talking to my dad's older sister. So my aunt, my aunt Linda, um, and somehow it came up that we were saying that uh, my dad and my son, Noah, looked so much alike when they were like young boys. I'm like, yes, they did. And I actually remember putting together like a little, you know, collage on my phone of the two of their pictures side by side. And I had done that maybe a year before this. So I grabbed my phone. I'm like, oh, yes, they looked exactly alike. Let me pull up this photo for you. Like, you'll love to see it. And so I sat there scrolling. I have a million photos on my phone and I couldn't find it, of course. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to find this for you later. And I'm going to send it to you. She's like, okay. So then I turn around to talk to someone else and I dropped my phone and then I picked it back up and like on the screen was the photo. Uh, the photo that you were looking for. That yes. is just crazy. Yes. So we just both looked at each other like, oh my goodness. We, I knew we're like that. That is my dad. That, that like, is so your dad. Yes. Making sure that she was able to see that photo. So that was really cool. And then also, so days after, maybe, I don't know, days after my dad's passing, like I said, I would see the 11-11s all the time, but all of a sudden I started noticing fours, fours with the ones. So now I'm seeing 4141, uh, 4411, all those number sequences with ones and fours. And I just immediately, I just knew my intuition telling me, oh, that's my dad's way of saying hello, because he knew that I saw the 11s. And so this is him. I was telling my friend and she's like, oh, four is an angel number. I'm like, oh, then that's perfect. Yep. I know it's him. So to this day, like, um, I mean, all the time I see them. And so when I see them, I try to say hello out loud. If nobody's around me, if I have people around, I like give a nod or I'll just, uh, you know, telepathically say hello. Cause I know he can still hear me, but some days will be like a ton of you know, hellos from him. And I, you know, I want to get better at like maybe actually learning what he's trying to say. And then I'll go maybe like a week without hearing anything. So it comes in waves, um, but it's always cool when he says hello. Okay. So another all crazy thing with the ones and fours, um, another story. So it was uh, late 2020 and I, it was like, let, let's see, I forget in late 2020, I woke up started seeing ones and fours. Um, I think it was like 714 when I woke up. I'm like, oh, hi, dad. Good morning. I went and like heated up my chai in the microwave. I, you know, stopped it early and it's uh, 14 seconds. I'm like, oh, there he is again. Hello. I think I bought something online. The total was, you know, 
41, 14 or whatever it was. And so it was just crazy that morning. Like I think there was seven or eight times that I had seen this number sequence before noon. Um, and then afternoon, my brother called me and said, uh, he just spoke to my mom. She's really sick. She needs to be rushed to the ER. So we both went over there. Uh, she was losing lots of blood. She ended up in the hospital for 10 days with like multiple blood transfusions and all this stuff. But after that, I'm like, okay. And that had been a time that maybe I had seen the most fours and ones within a day. I'm like, okay, I think my dad is trying to connect. Yeah. And I just have to tell you right now, it, they said, look at the clock. It's one, 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 four no here way. in Chicago. Yes. Oh my gosh. That is crazy. <laughs> yes. And when I was, I think you, when I was writing this out and emailing you, the same thing happened. I oh. had looked at the clock and I'm like, it was like 1141 or something. So that happens all the time. Yeah. So I think he was just trying to get my attention that morning but I didn't know what he was saying. So that was really cool. And then just recently, this past weekend, um, my whole family, we all went up to the mountains here in Colorado for the holiday. So my mom, my brother, my nephew, and we were leaving on a Friday and starting that day, just the whole trip, I was seeing fours and ones. I know my dad was there. I, was, I even told my husband on the way up. So usually I just keep it to myself. But I'm like, okay, I'm going to point these out to him so that he doesn't think I'm totally crazy. And he was even like, yeah, oh my gosh, you are, you know, we look at the phone, 14 more miles to go. And we look at something else and it was just a ton of them. So I know he was definitely on that family trip with us this weekend. Um, okay, so some of my favorite, this is another one of my very favorites. So it's, I guess this was late October of 2020. So it's like, end of fall, going into winter here in Colorado. And I listened to this audiobook by Laura Lynn Jackson called Signs. And she says that you can look for a or ask for a specific sign from your loved one and try to, you know, communicate that way. So I decided, I'm like, okay, I'm going to try this with my dad. Um, I'm going to ask for a little yellow goldfinch, which I don't know if you know what that is. It's a very tiny little bird. They're bright, bright yellow, like the cutest little things. Um, we have them here in Colorado. And I, I didn't even know that until the summer before when I put out a bird feeder for the first time and I was getting these little yellow birds. I'm like, oh, these are adorable. So I thought they flew, you know, south for the winter because I did not see them, hadn't seen them for a few months in my yard. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to ask my dad for a little yellow goldfinch, which I thought that's impossible because they're not here right now. And then let's see, I think a few weeks had gone by and nothing. So I didn't, I wasn't getting my sign. I'm like, oh no, like this isn't going to work. Or I asked for something that's impossible. Who knows? So we're at uh, Halloween time now. And my brother has an annual pumpkin carving party. So we're over there and my little niece, she was about five, four or five years old. She's like, Aunt Tracy, come upstairs and play in my room with me. And she kept like nagging me to come upstairs. And I was trying to carve my pumpkin. I'm like, okay, fine. Let's go upstairs really quick. So we get up there and she's like, okay, here you play with this. And she hands me this little yellow stuffed goldfinch like stuffed animal. I'm like, what, where did you get this? I was like in shock, like tears in my eyes and laughing at the same time. I had been in her room a billion other times. I have never seen this stuffed animal. 
I had never seen a stuffed animal of a yellow goldfinch out in my travels. Like it was just, I'm like, okay, I got the message. And I thought that was, that was pretty cool. How he still gates me, you know, not the yellow goldfinch I wanted like a real one, but that was it. And since then I've learned that actually the goldfinch just in the winter, their feathers turn brown (laughs) and in the summer they turn yellow. So that's why I don't see them here in the winter. They didn't actually fly south, but that was pretty cool. Um, So then after that, after I did that little game, I um, I'm like, okay, so then through all these years, about 10 months before this October, my nephew also passed, um, which is my, one of my brother's sons. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to try to ask for a sign from him. So back, backpedal a little bit, a couple of years before that, my nephew, his name was Brett. He, um, for Christmas, he bought me two bracelets with a little charm on each one. And I, one of them was a little gold um, angel. And at that time, it just, that little gold angel didn't resonate with me. It was one of those Alex and Annie bracelets. I don't know if you know what those are, but so I just went and exchanged the charm for a different charm that like resonated more with me at that time. No big deal, whatever. Um, but after my nephew passed, I, you know, would wear the bracelets and I remembered that I did that and I felt awful that now a gold angel would mean so much that he wasn't here. So I felt really bad about that. And I said, okay, Brett, here's the sign. Send me another little gold angel charm. Friends. What if there was nothing stopping you from becoming abundant to the max in all things? Finances, time, nothing was holding you back from becoming your healthiest, happiest, most financially abundant self yet. Friends, thanks to our annual and monthly angel members, we've been able to grant over $100,000 in partial scholarships so that souls who want access to life-changing teachings in the angel membership have that opportunity. And we have more partial scholarships to give. Don't let your egoic mind tell you that you're not worthy because the angels and I are here telling you, you are worthy. This is your year. But I can't help you get where you're going if I'm not working with you in one of my programs. Become an angel member now. Go to theangelmedium.com, then the angel membership tab to sign up. If you need a scholarship, let us help you. Scroll to the bottom of the Angel Membership page and click the link for partial scholarship options. Links are in the show notes. And thank you. Thank you for coming together as a community. Thank you for contributing what you can each month. And thank you for helping us reach hundreds of deserving souls with life-changing teachings in the Angel Membership this year. This is going to be your best year yet. And I think like for this one, a good four, four to six weeks had passed and I didn't get this sign from him and I was kind of waiting and I would forget about it. I'm like, okay, I'm hopefully this, this thing actually works. And I wasn't just lucky with the uh, American goldfinch. I'm like, maybe this charm is just too hard. 
But anyway, at about six weeks had passed. I was in my basement. We were getting ready to finish our basement. So I was cleaning out our storage room, going through things, decluttering. Um, and I had this old shoebox that had, for some reason, I kept all of my birthday cards from when I turned 21. So I opened this shoebox and started reading them all. And I was kind of sentimental anyway, because a lot of these cards had been from people like some of my grandparents that had passed, some of my parents' friends that had passed, even a couple of my friends my age that had passed. So anyway, I get through reading all these cards. I pull out the very last card and underneath the card in the middle of the box is a tiny little gold angel charm. And I was just like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. I'm <laughs> laughing. I'm crying. I'm like, okay, thank you, Brett. Got your, got your sign. That was perfect. Oh, that is just so beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, it is pretty amazing. Because I've been writing down different things as we've been going through. So Tracy, your dad was coming through talking about mom and also talking about how she has a lot going on right now. Talk to me about that. Um, so she, once, you know, my dad passed, like I said, they lived in Las Vegas and we immediately, my brother and I both here live here in Colorado. So we immediately moved her back here to Colorado and she, you know, we all live within just a couple miles of each other. She does work out of her home for my brother. He has his own business. So she does like his bookkeeping type stuff. Okay. Um, so she's busy with that. And then just, you know, she she doesn't do much else than that. She's, you know, busy with us, like the family. Yeah. You know, she's had some health scares. Like I mentioned, you know, she was in the hospital at that one time, stuff like that. Yeah. Go it more so into the health scares. Okay. So, um, I mean, before my dad passed, she did have ovarian cancer. So she, you know, that supposedly cancer free now, I believe, but she still has to get checked up for that. When she went that one time, when I saw all those fours and ones, she had some kind of like polyp or obstruction that, you know, was, had burst and she was losing lots of blood, but it took them 10 days to find. And then she had to have that endoscopically removed. And I don't know, she could have other stuff going. She's kind of like a private person. So she could have other stuff going on that I don't know about. No, he wants you to know um, your subconscious worries about her a lot, worries about what life is going to be like one day when she's not here. And your dad said he doesn't want you to ruminate on that right now. He doesn't want that to consume you. He really wants you to know that she's going to have this long, beautiful life here and just kind of settle into the peace, acceptance, surrender of the present moment and just really getting to enjoy this time that you have with her. Because he said it's a very beautiful time of you and her continuing to grow closer and closer and closer together. And it's interesting because I look at my family sometimes, like my husband and my daughter, and I think to myself, like, how could I love you more, right? But then there is a deeper connection. It is depth like the sea, right? Like it's just this depth of love and connection. And he said, um, you're in this beautiful chapter, beautiful relationship with your mom. And sometimes 
the worry about how long you have with her blocks you from being in the present moment and just really savoring the time that you do have with her now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. One more thing about work. What is it that you do for work, Tracy? So I'm currently not doing anything. Okay. Um, this will be for your husband then. They keep talking about promotion. Is he up for something at work? Oh, uh, well, he owns his own business. Okay. Um, then, because what they keep showing me is scale, like that he's like really on a great trajectory. So if he runs his own business, tell him to prepare for some amazing years ahead. I don't like say that um, lightly because I know that a lot of people say we're going into a recession here as we record this um, in the summer of uh, 2020. But they said, tell him to prepare for just some of like the best years with his business. Awesome. Yes. Yeah. 2022, not 2020. Oh, but. did I say that? I said it wrong. 2022. Just so you know. Yes. Um, yeah. Well, that would be great. Yeah. He, he has, the business has been like doing really well. So I can see that trajectory, our trajectory already happening. That's awesome. That's awesome. Tracy, thank you so much for being here on the show and, and sharing your time, your stories with everybody here. Thank you, Julie. Of course. Hope you have a blessed day. Thank you. You too. Thanks. Beautiful soul. Thank you so much for joining me today. My name's Julie. You know, I'm all about connecting you with messages from your angels and loved ones on the other side. If you've been listening today and you're super excited and just have to know which angels are around you right now, who's connecting with you, and what messages they have for you, go to theangelmedium.com. Register for a session. You can do a reading with me or a member of my team. We're all incredible. We all talk to angels daily, and we can help you in making sure that your angels are doing the very best they can to support you and guide you to your best life. If this sounds like you, virtual sessions, they're only offered on my website. Sign up today. And if you're the person who's really excited, you're ready to go all in developing all of your unique spiritual gifts, growing your intuition, starting your own healing business, you can sign up for my Angel Reiki School to become a certified angel messenger. That's for the healers among us who feel called to grow their intuition to the max and serve humanity with their gifts. You'll learn Reiki, mediumship, how to deliver angel messages, and how to get clients. That's the Angel Reiki School at theangelmedium.com or DM me on Instagram at Angel Podcast with any questions. Before you go, connect with your angels by placing your hands on your heart. Take a deep breath. Imagine a doorway filled with God's unconditional love is right in front of you. Step into that love and feel it as it fills your body, chakras, and auric field. Now ask your angels, what would you have me know today? And open yourself to the positive, loving messages they have 
just for you.